0: Tragedy strikes when we least expect it. One moment, our life is roses and rainbows, and then, bam, something happens that totally throws a wrench in our life program. The journey towards recovery or renewal from that tragic event or occurrence is definitely not always easy. But the right mindset and determination can see you through to get you back on track. So, what does an example of that recovery process possibly look like? My name is Ronika Jacobs, and you found my podcast, Strive for More Your Best Life Now. While there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, you've taken the time out to listen to this one. So, for that, I would like to say thank you. So, without any further delay, let's get to it. Let's strive for more. Walking towards renewed strength from tragedy.
1: My next guest, Matt Gagne, is helping people strive for more in the area of renewing and revitalizing themselves after facing adversity. Matt is the founder of Flock Goods, a CBD company. He understands the importance of communicating the validity and reliability of receiving a true CBD product because, as Matt puts it, People deserve to know what is being put into their bodies. In this episode, Matt will share his incredible life journey that was abruptly interrupted five years ago and how he has rehabilitated himself using CBD products and is now helping many others. Hi, Matt. Welcome. Thank you so much for being a guest on my show. How are you?
2: Ronika, it's um, very well. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you and you taking the time to schedule us to communicate and connect today.
1: Yes, yes, definitely. Okay, now, Matt, I went to your website, and I saw the video that you have on there, and you were skydiving. I know I am terrified of heights. How did you get into skydiving?
2: I got into skydiving. I was actually training skydivers before I ever started skydiving myself. Um, I got my feet wet or dip my toes in the water, if you will, working at an indoor skydiving facility. It's known as a, an indoor vertical wind tunnel, so that simulates free fall. And I was actually training skydivers before I ever actually jumped from an airplane and teaching them how to maneuver their bodies in basically what's a, essentially a, a bottled hurricane.
1: Oh, wow. And so then you just decided, you know what, since I'm teaching them, let me try it one day or – how did you get to that point it, it, where you it, it, want to go, it, go thousands <laughs> of feet in
2: the air? <laughs> well, that's exactly it. Um, I never even really thought about being becoming a skydiver, uh, but being around skydivers and being introduced to that lifestyle and that activity, I was attracted to not only skydiving for just the adrenaline rush itself, but the lifestyle that these individuals were, were leading. Uh, and these were individuals with passports full of stamps and really living life tenaciously and on their terms. And they weren't fearless, but they were very cognizant of the risks and very hard workers to reach the goal that they set for themselves. And that goal was dangerous and bold and it was amazing to be near and and, in that realm. So that's what motivated me to start skydiving because I wanted to experience that for myself
1: yeah that sounds awesome. It's still not on my bucket list though <laughs> that's <just it. laughs> now about five years ago, you experienced something that majorly changed the trajectory of your life. Can you share what happened with the audience
2: well yeah that's yeah, a, it's a It's a very dynamic question. There's so many layers to that journey of rehabilitation through a trauma, and everybody has been through some some trauma or another mindless five years ago. I was a passenger in a car accident. I was living and working in Dubai as a professional flyer, professional wind tunnel, flyer, skydiver. And there was actually four days before I was leaving Dubai that I was a passenger in a car accident and I broke my neck in 10 places. Uh, I was internally decapitated at the C five and C six level and immediately devastated Uh, i mean i remember vividly lying on the ground and before i even knew if i'd be able to walk again i thought to myself i don't think i'll i I won't ever be able to skydive again and it was a a really really um tough pill to swallow and that was just something that i had to eventually forgive in order to move forward and not allow that trauma and that circumstance of actions of another human being dictate the course of my life. You're right. It changed my trajectory. And for a long time, I never thought I'd fill that void again, but now through flock, I've not only filled my cup, now it's overflowing. And I'm on people to take charge of their lives and do for themselves what I've done for myself, which is simply, of their life for being stubbornly determined and tenacious in their spirit uh, in order to do the things that need to be done.
1: Wow. You know, you mentioned trying to forgive and move on and accept that this happened to you and not hold a grudge and hold it with you because it's something that happened to you and it wasn't your fault. So talk to me a little bit about how this affected you.
2: So, I mean, honestly, it affected me in every way imaginable. Obviously, it was physical, but the mental devastation, the physical, the mental, the emotional, spiritual, even the financial. I mean, I was out of work for eight months while I was in the hospital. This was, mind you, it was days before I was leaving. So let me back this up, give you a little bit of context. I was living and working in Dubai for two years at that point, and I was actually recruited to be a professional on a professional skydiving team. Uh, one of the top teams in the world, they're actually still the world and national champions. I was recruiting, recruited to be on this team four days before I was leaving to go to training camp. That's when the accident happened. Not only a change in life trajectory, it was the actions of another human being changed the course of my life. And I made my mind up the very moment I woke up from surgery that I was not going to be a victim that I was not going to allow the actions of another human dictate the course of my life so I made my mind up at that very moment very conscious decision when I woke up from surgery to not be a victim and to do whatever it was going to take uh, that I can control with it whatever I had the ability to influence to benefit my healing or my quality of life for the better, I was willing to do it. I was just a madman when it came to all things holistic to help myself heal.
1: Man, you know, it's incredible because often we do have things that happen to us that are devastating or it throws us off track, and it is hard to forgive. It is hard to move on, especially when it's something you hadn't planned. You know, and you mentioned that you were just – Focus, and you were just a beast at getting back to you. So can you talk about the process that you went through, to no longer be a victim, or to think to, you know, to kind of become victorious in a sense?
2: It was adopting an abundance of tenacity, I was stubbornly determined. And I took extreme ownership. It didn't matter what the other person did. I wasn't driving there. I was a passenger in this vehicle. The driver drove recklessly and flipped the car. We landed on the roof. Single car. We were the only car involved. And it was a matter of, am I going to let this one circumstance dictate the course of my whole life? So it was making my mind up and being aggressively determined in my decision. Because you can be angry or you can be sad. You could be depressed, but it's learning to use those emotions and internalize that aggression in order to use that as your fuel and as the, the, the fuel that drives you to not be a victim. It's, it's, it's adopting that warrior mentality is really what truly put me over the top. And it wasn't easy. It goes in, in cycles, right? It's an ebb and flow. You adopt this mentality, and then there's points of weakness. Of course, we're all human. We're flawed. We're we break down, but not allowing yourself to get stuck in those lows and learn to appreciate the highs. And I, I wake up now every day with an overwhelming sense of gratitude. And I think it's a matter of putting things putting things in perspective and being grateful and focusing on what we what we do have, what we can be appreciative for. I know several people who had similar fractures in their spine as me, and they're in wheelchairs. They have to use the bathroom in a coloscopy bag. I am so incredibly lucky. It was in a very unlucky scenario and timing of of the event, situation, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, I am extremely lucky. I have full use of my limbs. Most people would never even know I had sort of any significant injury until they see these massive scars on my neck, you may not even notice. And that is something that I'm truly thankful for because it it could have been a much different outcome. So no matter, I think, what happens to us, I think it's a matter of putting things in perspective and being grateful and remembering that we're very, very fortunate in this world. I was able to put things in perspective also because I was very fortunate to have traveled and experienced other parts of the world. I've been to India where I've seen families sleeping on the street at three o'clock in the morning with rats crawling over the top of them. Meanwhile, I'm walking to my $3 hostel, which is probably the grossest place I've ever slept, but I had a bed. The point is like, I think many of us forget how good we really have it. And then we're stuck in this toxic mentality of, of victimhood and yeah. making excuses and talking negatively. And it's like, it's one of those things, the glass is half empty or half full. We're going to be as happy or as bitter as we make our minds up to be. Like if you tell yourself you're, you're unhappy, you're unlucky, this, that, like you think it and it becomes an actual thing. Like thoughts become things.
1: Wise words. Seriously, where do you think your strength comes from?
2: I think that I was – there's a thing, right? If you, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. I was – I consider myself one of the lucky ones. I was a skydiver. I was I, – I, my, my number one hobby and passion was also my, my job and my, my way to make a living. And that was then taken away from me. And it was a matter of, okay, do – I want to be bitter and angry for the rest of my life, or do I want to be successful anyway and I just look at my parents, I look at everything I've been throughout my life done and and have been through throughout my lifetime what like what a waste it would be like we only have one life to live. this life is so short, I was so so lucky to get a second chance. I was absolutely going to make sure that I wasn't going to waste it. So that was a big part of just not having a second chance and knowing how lucky I am and realizing it's so easy to waste. You know, life shook me hard. It shook me hard enough to get me to wake up and start listening. And that's when I told myself I was, you know, I, am not going to waste any more time. So it's very, very motivating thing.
1: Well, I applaud you, Matt. I do. So you started a company called Flock Goods. All right. So Matt started a company called Flock Goods. So what exactly does that mean with Flock Goods? Or is it because they're goods that everyone's going to be flocking to? Or <laughs> So what exactly does <laughs> Flock Goods mean?
2: <laughs> well, I like your definition as well. <laughs> what we came up with, Flock, it describes our community. Flock is a noun. It describes community, and it's a verb. It describes movement. So this is a community movement. We move together. It's, it's an attitude. It's a, it's a culture. It's a tenacity. It's a, it's a mindset that anyone can adopt. I want Flock to be essentially a persona. It's a, a, a superhero persona that anyone can embody to feel empowered to be able to accomplish anything or any goal that they seek out to. It's something that we can all learn from. A flock is a a noun. describes movement. It's a verb because we move together.
1: Wow. You're a small business owner. I'm a small business owner. And I know that owning a company, and especially when you have a company that helps others and helps people, it sometimes teaches us about ourselves, something that we may not have previously known. So since starting Flock Goods, what is something that has been revealed to you about your character?
2: It's funny because when you ask me that question about Flock Good, the first thing that comes to my mind is my rehabilitation. And that's something that proved – I proved to myself that I was stubbornly determined and I wasn't going to let anything stop me or getting my way. And it's not a matter of what you don't know. It's what you need to learn. <laughs> And, I've worked, and when I started Flock Good, I knew there was a lot of things I didn't know. And I quickly learned how many things, even more things that I didn't know. But what I did learn is that community is so powerful.
1: So, Matt, I have one last question. And typically towards the end of my interviews with my guests, I ask one question that has nothing to do with the topic we've been talking about I do want to say thank you so much for sharing your story and being vulnerable. But now here's my opportunity to be a little nosy. <laughs> all right. So if money wasn't a factor, what would your dream vacation be?
2: Ooh, that's a tough one, but I already know the answer. If money were no object, I would have my own personal helicopter. As bigger the better because I want to be able to take all of my friends And myself to Europe, and we're going to do a base jumping trip all summer long. Um, And we have a helicopter to take us up, wingsuits to fly ourselves, and parachutes to fly ourselves down. And uh, we're going to travel all over Europe and base jump in our own private helicopter from all the different exit points that are possible throughout Europe Norway, Switzerland. (laughs) So I couldn't think of a better way to vacation if money wasn't an object, having your own private helicopter and all of of my friends with me, that's all I could ask for.
1: Right. (laughs) Well, I can definitely tell you that uh, I'll just wait for the postcard. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, Matt, you have been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you. Can you do me a favor? Please take the time to let everyone know how they can purchase any of your CBD products.
2: All they have to do is simply go to flock, F-L-O-C-K, goods.com, flockgoods.com. Uh, you can check all our products out there. You can see all of our social medias at flockgoods also, and uh, follow the flock.
1: Awesome. Any last words of encouragement for the listeners as they continue to strive for more and live their best life now?
2: I just want to say that if somebody tells you, that you can't do something, it's your responsibility to prove them wrong. One of the most motivating things that anyone could ever say to me was actually the surgeon. After my surgery, he told me that uh, I would never live an active lifestyle again, and he couldn't be further, he couldn't be more wrong. So. But that was also one of the most motivating things anyone could have told me because I was stubbornly determined to prove them wrong and that's something that's wow. helped me and, and really helped me push through the dark times.
1: Well, Matt, I think that your strength and your resilience is amazing. Uh, you are to be commended and applauded for your rehabilitation for yourself, and you've really proven that no one else determines the outcomes of your life, no matter how hard you know they try to mess it up or unplanned events happen, but you have just proven that You definitely are in charge of your destiny, and it's up to you. It's up to us, right, to determine and figure out what we want our destiny to be. Well, Matt, I wish you nothing but the best of luck and continued success to you. I want you to continue to strive for
0: more and live your best life now. Take care, Matt.
2: Thanks so much, Ronika.
0: Please remember that when you feel broken physically, emotionally, or mentally, that it does not have to be the end of your story. This is just a chapter in your book of life. Be sure to build an inner circle of friends who will support you and help you maintain the faith within yourself that this moment will pass. It's okay to feel frustrated and down and even lie in bed for a moment. However, remember you must one day get up and move forward. Please follow my Facebook page, Strive for More Podcast Show. Of course, that's Strive in the number four podcast show. On my Facebook page, I share daily inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep you on the right track towards striving for more. Thank you so much for the almost 15,000 followers that I already have on Facebook and the number continues to grow. Continue to strive for more and live your best life now. See you in the next episode.